You ready, bro? Take everything. Let's go. I'm rolling. <clears throat> Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings your Garage Logic podcast number 892, July 27th, 2022. 104 degrees on this day in 1931. And 49 degrees on two occasions, 1962 and 1971. A lot of swimming season left. There's still time to get a hold of Aquaside, a White Bear Lake company. White Bear Lake products made right there, keeping swimming beaches free of algae and muck and weeds for more than 60 years. The products are great. They're easy to use. They work quickly. And, of course, they're registered with both the EPA and DNR, and those products are completely safe for you, the fish, and your family. There's no need to let weeds overtake your pond this summer. Here's what you, here, here. What did we call, do? Well, call Aquaside. Okay. And identify the problem. Tell them, uh, here's what I got. They'll identify the weed problem and make sure you get the right product so your place looks great all summer long. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside. Dot com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse. I thought you were changing this yesterday. I was in communication with Mr. It's Lee Garage this Logic. Oh. Rookie on production, Chris Reavers, director of social media. John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. He did say to say hi. Here is your flashlight cool. king, fireworks commissioner. And keeper of common sense, <laughs> your mayor, Joe Sushire. Uh Bob writes on uh, this morning's national news, this was the other day, they did a report on the California wildfires and stated there were documented aerial views that counted close to 200,000 dead trees on the ground. The forest, person, uh, the forest service person interviewed talked about there being a large amount of fallen dead oak trees contributing to the rapidly spreading fires. The reporter then closed by stating the recent drought and spread of beetles a few years ago were also a factors affected by climate change. Amazing they try and point the finger at something other than their governor's political neglect of their kindling wood problem. Isn't that the truth, ladies and gentlemen? How are you? Great. <laughs> hey, uh, Tiger. Uh, hey. Uh, gotcha. And, business. Uh, <laughs> uh, John P. writes, longtime listener, first-time emailer, during the Monday, July 25th podcast, a letter writer stated one of Minnesota's body of, bodies of waters I'm least familiar with is Spoon Lake. If there happens to be a creek connecting Spoon Lake to the Mississippi, you could launch from the boathouse and travel all the way to Hudson Bay. That is, in fact, possible. There is a small lake that sits between Lark, Lake Jarvis and Keller Lake, just down the road from Schmel's Countryside Volkswagen. Sure. You can see it north of Highway 36, named Spoon Lake. It flows into Keller Lake, which then connects to Round Lake, which drains into Lake Phelan. At the south end of Lake Phelan is a culvert that drains what used to be Phelan Creek, which connects to the Mississippi River below Mounds Park. You don't tell uh, me. The creek, or is it Crick? used to be above ground but was diverted into an underground storm drain in the 1930s. I know all of this to be true because I've, I've walked that. While it may be an uncomfortable few miles from Lake Phelan to the Mississippi, yes, it is possible to get to Hudson Bay from Spoon Lake via water. Isn't that something? Good Lord willing and the creek don't rise. That's right. How, how's a body of water above ground? 
uh, they diverted it underground. That's why he said it'd be a bit uncomfortable getting from the creek to the Mississippi. I uh, see. You'd be underground for a bit there. Uh, mm. And I got a great note hmm. from Brandt, who uh, found a sign that says, there should be a law that electric cars can only be charged by wind or solar. I saw if that. you're giving up fossil fuel, then give it up. Yep. I like that. Okay. Duly noted. And I saw another item where basically the electric cars are aimed at the high-end market. They're 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 not available to the common man. No, like a Chevy Volt. So maybe the maybe the elites will be driving electric cars, and the rest of us will be forbidden from having a car. I love. Verboten. Although we did get an email from a guy that said the best way to go about it is find a nice quality used EV. Remember we got that email. I don't know. You can get that on the Krabby Coffee swap meet, can't you? On the nice cheap. I uh, saw a guy, I uh, needed a place to wolf down my uh, McDonald's breakfast sandwich, so I pulled into the Target parking lot under a tree in the nice shady spot, sat there for about 15 minutes while he had his a very expensive EV backed up to the power plug and uh, was just sitting there waiting it, uh, waiting for it to fill up. It took you 15 minutes to eat an Egg McMuffin? Yeah, I was sitting there under the shade, you know, enjoying okay. myself on break, looking at the newspaper. Today I filled my truck up, took about mm, six minutes. So, Scott from Invergrove, who's you know. never afraid and always pushing back, notes that on, uh, at least once or twice a week I drive down to Cannon Falls, Meesville, and New Trier areas to ride the rural gravel roads on my mountain bike. Along the way, I pass thousands of acres of corn, soybeans, and wheat. I'm here to tell you that these crops look like they are thriving and developing as planned. How can I say that? Because I have been riding in those areas for years and can compare the crop conditions to last year's, which was horrible. Once again, anecdotal evidence is telling a story far different than the climate change warriors running the government and presenting what is supposed to be objective news reporting. I encourage all the GLers in Gumption County to drive their internal combustion engine vehicles to these rural areas to not only see what appears to be thriving agriculture, but witness the hardest working people on the planet, our nation's farmers. In other words, he's not necessarily noticing a severe drought. Okay. I can confirm that. Because two weeks ago. You go to Meesville? Two weeks ago today, I was riding... Uh, are driving in uh, deeply rural Minnesota. Okay, and I was, uh, huh? Southern. Yeah, and I was I was noticing uh, just beautiful greenery everywhere I looked. Okay, soybeans and whatever. We we did a trip a trip across the south side the end of uh, June, and everybody's lawn uh, was burned out. They were in dire need of uh, rain. Uh, late June. Chris, what? what do you see? You're down there every day. I was just going to say, I do that every single day. It's yeah. Most, uh, How are the lawns? Most looking? farmland is very green, in my yeah. opinion, and most lawns are pretty pretty rough. Well, they irrigate yeah. the farmland. Correct. Right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, not every acre. No, I know. I know. You know that corn? She's pretty high right now. <laughs> hey. She tasseling? Oh, yeah. He, he noted, Scott noted the hardest workers, the farmers, and I, I have another item about that. Uh, new signs along Highway 10 in Carver County intended to honor farmers in their agricultural community have now become a sensitive topic of debate. You're kidding me. With nah. locals saying the wording of the signage was botched. The signs read, Roadway dedicated to farmers and their families, Carver County's original caretakers. 
Well, the original caretaker is what's stuck in my mind. The farmers aren't the original caretakers. Plain and simple, Harvey Robidoux told Fox 9 on Tuesday he lives near where one of the signs stood. There's a lot of people who believe, like I do, that the farmers are not the original caretakers of the land. Several people showed up at a county board of commissioners meeting on June 28 to argue that point calling the signage inaccurate, dismissive, disrespectful, and a waste of taxpayer dollars that stains the county. Mm. A lot of people had reservations about it, and that made sense to me. Why would they do that, Robidoux said. They're not the original caretakers. It was somebody... It was somebody's idea, I suppose, and they just ran with it without thinking like most of us do when we run our mouths, neighbor Dave Burfield said. Indians were here before the farmers. Okay. The board made clear they had no ill will or intent of offending anyone with the signs, but that they understood words matter, calling the wording a mistake they hoped to learn from. In a statement, Commissioner Matt Uterman wrote, I hope the intent of the... I hope the intent of the signs to honor the farmers in this strong ag community is captured well. The general sentiment from Dakota leaders, farmers, and the community is a simple modification of the word original that allows for accomplishing the intent of honoring farmers without unintended hurt for those who occupied the land prior to 1855. Our county values include learning, dignity, and respect, and more, and this is a moment that has allowed for even richer dialogue, learning, sharing, and collaboration personally and as a community. Tribal leaders and others have been gracious in a collective effort to help with practical, positive, and meaningful on-ramps in making Carver County even better. On-ramps. Rephrasing it would make the most sense, Robidoux said, maybe reworded somehow or another so that the Native Americans are included. The board considered moving forward with revised signs that removed the phrase original caretakers. Uh, all right. There's been some pushback, and everything is on hold. On Tuesday, Commissioner Dale Degler told Fox 9 the board has yet to decide how to move forward and when, how, or if the reword to reword the signs. Is this a microcosm of? Basically everything that's plaguing our country right now. Something as innocent and harmless as this became an issue. Seriously? We were, we were such a better country when other people didn't decide that they were offended on behalf of somebody else. Oh, that's a good one. You're right. Honest well, to God. I, I would make the further argument, and I suppose it would get me in trouble, but I don't mean to cause grief. But I would just posit the idea, were the natives actually caretaking the land? They weren't growing crops for wide distribution to feed people, were they? Weren't they just basically feeding their own communities? This is on par with all of the universities that you had been lamenting, beginning their speeches with, we are sorry we took over this land. That's Why don't we just throw in the towel then and just give the United States back to Native Americans? Isn't that the ultimate answer? I guess, but... The colleges are hypocrites. They won't give their land back. Well, why not just say, okay, you win. But were farmers original caretakers in the truest definition of that word? They just used the land. They weren't caretaking it for the future, which current farmers have to do. 
Well, I think the first, the settlers were, in fact, but it was a learning process. Mm -hmm. You know, they learned about rotating crops, which crops work best, low land, keeping, uh, stopping runoff, using wood, uh, preserving woods and forests for things like fire and building, um, building things, et cetera, et cetera. So they were caretakers. Um, the pioneers, you mean, or the Native yeah, Americans? No, no, the pioneers. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. But then yeah. were the Native Americans caretakers? To a degree, um, but they kind of followed where the food went. Yeah. Um, in the case of the buffalo herd, anyway. It's an interesting exercise to wonder, and again, I mean no ill will. It's an interesting exercise to wonder if this country had not been settled by Europeans. <clears throat> What if it remained just the proprietary interest of the various tribes of Native Americans who occupied what is now the United States? Well, it's a fun, it's a weird yeah. mental game to play. Yeah, would there be is. telephones? Would there be cars? Certainly. I think there you think would so? Be. Yeah, certainly. Hmm. I don't. Uh, and that's not to disparage Native Americans. I'm just saying that was not their life direction. Their life direction was not entrepreneurship. But, see, that's such a complicated question. Well, it's a very complicated both, question. Both coasts of the United, what is now the United States, the Native Americans were using and had use of things from the other world due to trading. You know, people landing in Washington, um, Oregon, et cetera, the Spanish moving up from the yeah, south. But my, my question— Right, right, I know, which makes it— Presumes really, there, there is no trading. There right. was nothing. Right. Blacksmithing or, or no, nothing. metals or nothing, that kind of— Nothing, The thing with uh, Manifest Destiny, it's just an, it's an unstoppable force. You know, it, it's, like try, it's like trying to go out and stop the, one person stopping the Mississippi. You, you just cannot stop Manifest Destiny. It no, just I, I understand that. Over. And I'm saying, what would, the, what would have happened had there been no intervention well, by the could, Europeans? Can we hold up another example? Where, where has that actually happened? Isn't there some areas of Africa that are pretty unsettled or South, South America? Well, We're going into a, a, an area that... Uh, I don't know if we're smart enough. I know, to and, talk and, about. and and we have to we have to always walk a tightrope. But of course, there are there are tribes who have had no human uh, interaction in still With, in the rainforest in Brazil. Sure, and right, when a that's what when I mean. a plane flies over or something, they throw spears at it. They're so befuddled by it that they're confounded. My God, right. what is this? What is this coming from the earth? What kind of bird is that? That that could be true. Yeah, I, I don't know. Let's move on. No, well, but back to the original. Let point me move of the on email. and say I don't think the billboard's offensive. That's what I was getting at. Jeez who, who decided then that all of a sudden Carver County or whoever the governing body was that decided to put this up? Well, that's now offensive to who? Because the political class uh, tasked with being ultra sensitive, uh, it's it's obviously seeping into areas not that close the country's tallest buildings. Yep, and that's when we're really doomed. The thing with the Native Americans, though, it, it was at, at times in areas a straight-up genocide. I understand. Y you know. Without our intervention. Well, Without we, us. We were, no, we were causing the gen no, genocide. No, but you, you keep missing the, the mental exercise I've given us. We don't no, exist. I, we're not here. 
We're not here. Where are we? Oh, okay. We were that never is, here. Never that is here. an easier way to approach it. White people don't exist. We were never here. Hmm. Uh, I, I just can't make the leap. I'm well, sorry. I know, but imagine we were never here. And the Native Americans, but, but uh, we're everywhere else in the world, right? So, no, okay. But the Native Americans continue to hold their proprietary interest in the land mass that is now the United States. Well, I don't think there'd be fifty states. I don't think there'd be state. I don't think there would be anything that we know now. I think there would have been a completely different agrarian life, cornfields, uh, and maybe maybe peaceful Buffalo. as hell. <laughs> A what kind of life? If Agrarian. anything, no. let's just agriculture. No. You no. morons, read no. a book once no. in a while, you F that fruitcake. Word. <laughs> F that word. Put that on the F word you list. You bleepers. Gregorian, is it a chant? What's going on? I know this doesn't play into your fantasy, but uh, I've always thought reading about the Native Americans is they should have fought back the second they saw white people land on the shores and fought back strenuously on all sides of of the country um, as much as they can. They shouldn't have done any trade with the white people. They shouldn't have agreed to anything. And and then I often wonder, would they have stood a chance, and would they control the country now? No, that's where your manifest destiny would have kicked in. Yeah, eventually they would have been overpowered. You're right. Yeah. 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 Well, at least the the Chippewa tribe, the members of the Chippewa tribe, the six— um, reservations that they have, they have moved forward on changing their blood. You quorum. already told us this, uh, Matthew. Uh, yeah, she, the they, just, they just, but they just is voted. Part it just of the, is she part of the Chippewa tribe? Because they were the, the Chippewa were very, very big in my area yeah. up here. White Earth. Okay, down in White Earth. All right. Yeah, but it passed, so their their land's not going to go back to the white man. May I remind you, there are two EcoFund locations. You don't the, say. The new store in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just immediately west of Interstate 35, and the new location in Burnsville on the uh, service road off 35W, just south of Pawn America. Uh, electric bikes, youth recreational equipment, youth ATVs, and that great lineup now of Vespa scooters, Moto Guzzi motorcycles, and high-end Aprilia motorcycles, and all of those great gas scooters that turn every urban errand into an adventure and get up to 100 miles to the gallon. That's how I run my urban adventures on my Yamaha scooter that EcoFund Motorsport services for me. Uh, 25 different brands of electric bikes led by the famous Bintelli, and you'll get the right fit from Kalen Bloom, who's become a national expert on electric bikes. A lot of riding season left. Uh, and don't worry about the service. It's a great service department, great apparel, great helmets, great people. Two locations of EcoFun Motorsports. Forest Lake on Highway 97, brand new store just west of uh, 35. It'll stare you right in the face. And the new location in Burnsville, which opened about a month ago. Uh, and that, too, is full of electric bikes, scooters, and youth ATVs on the service road just right off 35W, just south of Pawn America. EcoFunMotorsports.com. Remember, your footwear is extremely important to be comfortable. Whether you're working, you need those steel toes, or just maybe you want some pleasurable shoes. Well, go to the right place. 
and that's Red Wing Shoes, Minnesota's own Red Wing Shoes, a sponsor to Garage Logic. Red Wing stores have experts in making sure you get the best fitting shoe or boot possible. They don't have boxes that you look through trying to find your own size. No, no, no. They have experts who are trained, who know how to find the right footwear for your job in the perfect size. It's really important to have comfortable shoes. Start buying shoes the right way again. Stop into a Red Wing store and get fit properly. They're in Circle Pines, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. And we all know the name Red Wing. Red Wing Shoes. Work is our work. I'm sorry if you're offended. Latte. Wait a minute. No, uh, stop. Stop, 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 stop. We have a whole bunch of new bumper musics. I, I, musics. I don't want to hear this. I played the three Dylan sent me yesterday. <laughs> And this one I've only played 300 times, Kenny. <laughs> okay, you know, you know what? I'm going to play the three that Dylan sent me yep. for the rest of the show. Okay. The history of the show. That's all I'm going to do. The history of the, the, history um, of the show. In fact, I'm just going to pick one and I'm going to play Let's go over here. Over. Another thing, when I decide <laughs> to take a day off, I want you to send me an email telling me I decided to take a day off. Yes. You big dummy. Oh, God. Pretty soon the tables and the chairs are going to be stacked up in a corner. The open-faced sandwiches will be sent home with the employees. The punch pole poured down the toy toy. I'd say the big 20% off sale is uh, starting to wind down this week at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. The celebration actually started June 27th with a big sale on every Liberty Safe in the store, and it ain't over till the end of July. And by my sketchy math, that could be this Friday. Uh, the Liberty Safe is what we're talking about here. The best safe made uh, it, made here in the home of the brave in the land of the free in the United States by Americans. And right now at Maple Grove Lock and Safe, like I said, all Liberty Safes in store marked down 20% off. MapleGroveLockandSafe.com is the address. Get familiar with the Liberty and then get over and say hi to Rich. He's the owner. Swell guy. Ask him if he has any uh, open-faced sandwiches left. Uh, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, and uh, enjoy 20% off the in-stock safe of your choice at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. I believe it was yesterday that Vice President Kamala Harris was the speaker at a meeting on the 32nd anniversary of the date when President George H.W. Bush signed the Americans with Disabilities Act into law. Harris indicated that the meeting would involve discussion about how the recent Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization Supreme Court ruling will impact individuals with disabilities. Uh, I uh, I'm unaware of the, uh, uh, were were all the people she was speaking to disabled? Do we know that? Mm. Uh, not I don't know if all were, but yes, a great number were. I'll I'll check for you. Well, here's, uh, here's what she had to say as she began the meeting. Uh, good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. And um, Well, A, how does she know she's a woman? We've learned from the Supreme Court justice that she couldn't identify a woman. That's true. Two, why does she have to follow this woke nonsense of telling us what her pronouns are? That is kind of typical. And three, if if there if there are if the members were sightless, what difference does it make if you got a blue suit on or a red suit? Uh, four, if there were hearing impaired people in the room, why was she wearing needlessly? I would sub- submit a mask 
Wouldn't that make it more difficult for the hearing impaired to understand her? Anyway, does the rest of the world take us seriously? No. Not right now. Not currently. Not currently. No. No No way. Is this woman to be taken seriously? Absolutely not. No. No. The problem is she's second in line to the throne. This, This gender ideology is preposterous on the face of it. Uh, and it promotes the idea that biological men can identify as a woman. And that's happening, right? Mm-hmm. We came across a poor guy who's trying to identify, oh, right? Yeah, that's going to that's gonna require me just a, just a minute here. No, that's fine. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a guy who's, he got up one morning and he decided <clears throat> that he too would choose to identify, <clears throat> excuse me, perfect health, as something other than what he was. And uh, he tried to follow through on it and was turned down. Would and you like he's, to hear from him? He's puzzled. Yes, I would. I went to the bank today and um, they didn't um, respect my new identity. You know, I'm a white man. I identify as a white man. You know, when I woke up this morning, I decided to change my identity and um, everybody else would get to, you know, it worked for every, it worked for everybody else. And so I changed my identity this morning to a white man, 40 year old white man. Okay. Uh, with good credit, with a credit score of 800 <laughs> and uh, a partner at a law firm. I never, I never really went to law school, but I identify <laughs> as a lawyer. Um, <laughs> And uh, I was, was trying to get a loan from the bank for a million dollars. I told them, you know, my net worth was my I, my net. I identify as a wealthy white man, and the bank told me that I falsified my documents. How can you say I falsified my documents? When that's what I identify as as a white man. I've been. I decided I've been white all my life. Like, I'm really not that black. If you look at me, you like, I'm not that black, right? You know, I'm all like, and um, and then they said my credit score was 599. No, it's not. My, I, my credit score is 800, okay? Because that's part of my identity. Good credit is part of my identity. And, I just don't think it's fair that everybody else get to change their identity and then I can't even get away with it. The bank won't give me a loan. I identify as a lawyer. I went to the law firm, you know, and they told me to get out. Like, I identify as a partner of this law firm. You are, you are not going to tell me to leave. And I was escorted out. And, um, escorted. X. I, I just... I, I'm going to just go back to being black. <laughs> and what do you think of Rook? $17. Eddie Murphy. Like to... Oh, Mr. White. Mr. Mr. White. White on the bus. <laughs> yes, on Saturday Night Live. You know what I think? That's too damn close to the truth. Oh, man. Oh, I you know what? As a it's lawyer. a black guy doing a bit, and he's very hip. He gets it, whatever it is. I think he's a this comedian. This dude gets it. I, I recognized him. But it's Ch- too close to the truth. Yeah. Chappelle predicted this years and years and years ago when he had his TV show, yeah. and he had a black 
a blind black KKK <laughs> member. That's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting outside his house. Oh, my God. Blind. And, and didn't he... Uh, just he, tearing into the black folk. He divorced his wife, if I'm not mistaken, in that same skit. I, yeah, it's sketchy. I don't know. I don't know if I can go there, but it's very funny. <laughs> you know, because you uh, compare this to Kamala, who advocates this preposterous gender ideology that men can be women. Uh, my pronouns are she and her. Bleep you, Kamala, you uh, fool. So so she she proposes this. She promotes this. What's to keep this guy from doing what he just did? And we're still at a point in history where he will be turned away from the law firm and he will be turned away from the bank for seeking a million-dollar right. loan. But how long before that's not true? That's the crystal ball. Because this is have. ridiculous the way people are behaving. The left is, they're crazy. They're just insane. They're making stuff up. They're insane. Yeah, they're, they're insane. making it up. You mentioned Chappelle. Remember the audio clip we played uh, either early this week or last week of Pelosi standing in there when she was asked about her husband's. Yeah, yeah. And they did the side-by-side because Chappelle did that exact same bit. <laughs> Me? What? What? Yeah. And he, you know, slams and he walks off. It's the exact same thing. It's very fun, except one of it's reality and the other is not. Well, uh, did the, does the world take us seriously with this utter fool as vice president? Nah. Does the world take Biden seriously? No. And and don't get me wrong. Nobody should take Trump seriously. His brain stopped at the age of seven. He has no thoughts and he has no policies. He only has impulses. Let's, start it up Let's bomb that. Mexico. Nobody will know it was us. He only has impulses. He's not a developed human being. We're we're in a just a very odd state of affairs here. How are we going to get back on the third rail? What I got? don't want your bleeping pro-Trump emails. The guy has tried to undo the Constitution. He's a complete moron, and his brain stopped at the age of seven. He's not a developed human being. This is a recording. He has impulses. He doesn't have thoughts. He doesn't know how to think. Has there been one word about a Trump library? I have not heard about a <laughs> well, library what are you put or in an there? airport. Tweets? Airport? What do they usually get? Airports or libraries? Yeah. Well, anyway. The, yeah, but the, the problem with his library, they'd be all full of the art of the deal and his book set. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd be there selling them. <laughs> they'd be for sale. Yes, yeah. right. Not rent. You can't rent this. By the way, Tony Dow's not dead. Not yet. Yeah. I thought I'd throw that in. Okay. That's not our fault. The news reported he was dead yesterday. I think his wife broke the his, news. His wife broke the news on Facebook that he was dead. How do you dead, think that makes him feel? Yeah. Well, second life. He's hey, not, honey, I'm still alive. She already had that check cashed. Yeah. I'm, I'm here honey. to live my life what, now, my second life. What about Paul Servino? Is he uh, dead? I think yeah, so. He's still I think dead. he checked out, yeah. Well, all we know is Tony Dow's death was reported prematurely. That's Royce's job. Doesn't Royce usually do that? He once buries in a while? people occasionally. Yeah, yeah. And they're, yep. they turn out there. <laughs> the Golly, gee, Such. They're turning around there. He's alive. He's alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the twins pitcher from Appleton, right? Appleton, Wisconsin, who actually called Pat and said, "Um, I'm not dead." Hey, yeah. Uh, one, uh, <laughs> one quick note. One quick note. Is that Kuzman? Jerry. Yes, Kuzman, Jerry Kuzman. That's Tell exactly like it is, who Kuz. it was. It wasn't Papa Up. No favorite story. Uh, Disney, uh, speaking of gender ideology, the Walt Disney Company? Yeah. Disney has replaced the title of fairy godmothers. There can be no more fairy godmothers for gender-neutral word apprentices. 
No. At dress-up <laughs> boutiques in the U.S. theme parks in an effort to be inclusive, according to the park's websites. Cast members at the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. Uh-huh. Who helped children transform into their favorite Disney characters with makeup and costumes were previously called fairy godmothers in training. Now they are called uh, fairy godmothers apprentice. Now they call fairy godmothers apprentices. This way, cast members that might not identify as female can Did still I'll... be part of the process. Who complained? A bunch of fairies? Just a minute. This way, cast members. So really what they're worried about are their employees who might not identify as a female. This way, cast members that might not identify as female can still be part of the process to dress up and style children without having to refer to themselves as a female Disney character. (laughs) Mother of God in heaven. The boutiques give makeovers to children ages 3 to 12 to transform them into princesses or knights. The Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique in Magic Kingdom at both parks will reopen Aug 25 following the pandemic closures. Uh, NBC reached out to Disney for comment. Disney made several efforts in recent years to make its parks more inclusive. Last summer, Disney omitted the use of ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. You Disagree. can't say that anymore. Disagree. Yeah. The park also revamped its rides, Spanish Mountain and Jungle Cruise, after criticism that they depicted racial and cultural stereotypes. Hmm. Walt Walt is turning over in his tomb. This is woke. This is woke. It's not I, woke, I it's insanity. A, a story here that says they now hire men to work in the boutiques also. Sure. So couldn't they just go fairy godmother, fairy godfather? That's a good point, that... John, but you're thinking too logically. Hmm. Uh... Um, uh, Does the world take us us. seriously? They're laughing at us. Does the world take us seriously? They're laughing at us. From Kamala Harris to our theme parks, does the world take us seriously? Nope. They must think that we're the most screwed up people that ever existed. Look at these dummies. I think they always have. We're just confirming it now. (laughs) It would have been better off if we've never intruded upon the Native Americans. Yeah, that... That is the mind exercise of a uh, preschool uh, <laughs> class. That yeah. that is an you cannot. We can't do it. Uh, we do a lot of these fun exercises, but that one is not doable. I didn't think it was that difficult, to tell you the truth. But we're not going to do it because uh, because it's only problematic and uh, could be misconstrued. So we're not going to do it. Uh, but no more fairy godmothers at Disney. So problem solved. The vice president is a she and her. Wearing blue pants. I, I don't... Uh, that, that poor black guy was turned down for a million-dollar loan because yeah. they didn't recognize his whiteness. <laughs> you know. Hillary would have said, I'm wearing a pantsuit. Yeah. Wouldn't she, wasn't she the big... A yeah. great big pantsuit. Pantsuit, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, a glimmer, a small, very small... A drop in the bucket. Are we suddenly all depressed? Yes. Yeah, but let me let me pick you up just a little bit here. Let me pick you up a little bit. That's your job. I'm gonna let you in here. That's your job. Um, I'm attending the performance of Wicked tomorrow night with my wife. Did you get free tickets? Yes, we do have media tickets from from Dale Stark, great guy. Um, And to ready myself to listen to this musical that I've not seen yet, I was listening to the soundtrack this morning as on Hey Google. The the entire family was blaring uh, through the kitchen, and as I was drinking my coffee. And my smart-ass 17-year-old comes up from the basement from his room. 
hears the music playing, Bring up the gimp. looks at me and says, what the hell is this, a Disney cruise? And then walked out and went to the bathroom and brushed his teeth. So I'm saying the smartass kid, is that's a glimmer of hope. He's not going to tell me or you his pronoun. Well, so there are some youth in America that is it are, wicked a version of the Wizard of a, Oz? That's a good story. It's a backstory on the uh, the witches, Glenda the Good Witch, oh, yeah. uh, the uh, Wicked Witch of the West, and how their relationship before Dorothy, during, and after. Boy, I can't wait. I have a question. You guys are so non-cultured, knuckle-dragging, really drooling morons. I, I do All have you a do question. Is play with your I, I do have a machines. Um, are we still recording? So yeah, we're on the air. Let me ask you three, because I already know. I, I, I'll speak for myself, but I'm going to ask you three. When you yeah. guys go to a play with your wives, do you typically listen to the soundtrack beforehand? No. No. Oh, you like to catch it off guard, huh? Catch it, let it be fresh, let it be fresh. Matthew, the last play I was at was probably when I was I in high fresh. school in 1983. Were you in it as a shepherd? Hell no. Oh. oh I want it I, fresh. To defend Rook, I, I like plays and I like musicals a lot. So well, good for I, you, Chad. I can't make fun of you. Last musical. Knuckles your pronoun. I'm not a musical fan. John, what's your pronoun? The one about the Four Seasons. I don't remember the name of it. Though. Okay, Temptation wasn't that what it was called? No, that was about the Temptation. The Four Chris. Four Seasons. Jeez. That's Vivaldi. Honest to God, you guys haven't seen Les Misérables or anything like that. No. Les Misérables. Uh, Les I'd rather yeah. watch San Diego at Cincinnati. Yep. I'd rather at this point <laughs> in my life. I just <laughs> rather <laughs> talking frog. Jersey Boys. That's the one. Jersey yeah. Boys. Well, I did see Les Mis, and the only reason I went, she was really cute. Is Snooky in Jersey Boys? <laughs> no, I think that's Snooki's the Jersey uh, reality show. <laughs> Jersey Shore. Yeah. Jersey Shore. The Temptations. You want to forget oh, all this? You want to forget what Rook yeah. just said? Yeah. You want to forget? <laughs> Including me, I want to forget what I just <laughs> said, too. Forget everything. Yeah. Forget everything Every and escape this world. You can at Giants Ridge up north. One tank up, one tank back. I'm betting. I'm betting. Uh -huh. Not that far. It's within the borders of the great state of Minnesota and home to the legend in the quarry at Giants Ridge, two of the greatest values in Minnesota golf, a golfing destination for great golfers from all around the country. And right now through August 29, play the legend and the quarry on the same day for one great fee and launch on them at the Wakuta Grill featuring the, how's this sound, one of the finest and most peaceful overlooks in all of northern Minnesota. I can't imagine having a wonderful meal looking outside. View the 3D course flyovers of the legend and the quarry at GiantsRidge.com. And off the course, there is nearby water recreation, biking, hiking, the newest and largest lift-serve mountain bike park in the Midwest, dining, lodging, and more. What a peaceful, peaceful destination. Book your tea times online at GiantsRidge.com or call Giants Ridge at 218 865-8030. Funny how we talked about uh, Disneyland, Disney World, in that uh, just a couple minutes ago. And I, I've got a great outfit for you. No, not, not a blue outfit to wear. I have a great 
outfit for you to book your trip. That is Escape With Us Vacations. They can get you over to Disney World. They can get you anywhere in the world, as a matter of fact. My two sisters, Maria and Teresa, have been in this industry for a long time. In fact, escape artists over at Escape With Us Vacations have over 70 combined years in the travel industry. They will set you up. Members of this GarageLogic staff, including me, including Joe, have used Escape With Us Vacations. Why? Well, because they're my sisters, number one, but they're also very reliable. If you want to book online yourself, go ahead. When there's a problem, who are you going to call? Expedia? I don't think so. When you work with Escape With Us Vacations and there are any type of problems, that's why you have a travel agent. So I highly recommend Escape With Us Vacations, and I want to feature their Croatian trip. A beautiful, beautiful schedule. The first week in October... October 1st through the 8th, it's $24.99 per person and includes everything. You can check out their itinerary online. Go to escapewithusvacations.com. I highly recommend. They both have already been on this trip, and they can't wait to be their host telling you stories all about the Garage Logic staff and especially me growing up. Call 651-788-4338. They are legitimate. Don't waste your money. Don't waste your time. Have an experience that will be professionally planned and documented. 651-788-4338. Go to Croatia. See where they filmed Game of Thrones. Tell them the Rookie sent you. EscapeWithUsVacations.com and tell them that the Rook sent you. Ice, ice, baby. (laughs) For your experiment. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores. Sitting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. Much better. Much better. Does anybody come up with lyrics? This is Almond Brothers. Lay some lyrics on us, uh, Rook. Sit by the pool right now, trying oh, to be we're not really sit cool. By the pool. Sipping on some drink and wine, I'm looking like a fool. Waiting for my lady, she's putting on her bikini top. <laughs> Hopping off the deep end, boy, this bleep ain't gonna stop. Sounds like a bro country song. <laughs> okay, Luke Bryan. Tell me about somebody. Exactly. <laughs> so you guys have, you guys have, uh, you've heard Sweet of foam. Gooby Gone to remove sticker residue. Some uh-huh. people use lighter fluid. Listen to this uh, note from Russ. This is brilliant. And I, I didn't know this. You may have heard of this already, but I recently purchased a camper and there were a few stickers that I wanted to remove. I'm guessing they were like Bernie stickers or Hillary. something. I don't know. <laughs> GL yeah. stickers? I initially thought of buying some specialty can spray to remove them, but then I remembered my trusty can of Deep Creep. I simply sprayed on the Deep Creep, waited a few minutes, and the goo came right off with a cotton rag. Thank you for the recommendations, and keep up the good fight with the other morons. Oh, I think he's referring to you guys. Did I ever recommend it, recommend using deep creep to remove sticker goo and, no. and residue? I don't recall that, but if it works, no, you, if it so. works, you did. I'll take credit for it, but <laughs> okay. I don't think uh, I, I recommended it, and uh, I think I'm going to give it a try. I've got some highly offensive stickers so on some I. of my uh, toys <laughs> that uh, need to be gone before I take them back out in public, and I think I'll do it. It's just one of the many, many uses we didn't even know about. With seafoam products, you've got the deep creep, uh, you know, that lubes it up and breaks loose rust and isn't prone to 
uh, the water issues that you are with the you get with the other stuff. I mean, top engine cleaner that's a great carb cleaner substitute, and of course the uh, the standby the motor treatment the seafoam motor treatment all of them wonderful products. Uh, in a world of bad gas, seafoam. where do you put the carb cleaner stuff? Right in the carburetors. Uh, I use that for cleaning parts. And oh, it's jets. a it's got a stick, a little straw, and bing yeah. bang boom. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Where can a guy get a whole? I, I want to buy those straws yeah. in bulk. I want about a hundred. I would I imagine you packs. could, and I'm thinking I'm seeing them in my mind's eye at the grocery store. No, nah, they're too small for all the times I've been shopping. Use like the swirly <laughs> straws. <laughs> yeah. No, they're really. I've never really seen tiny. them, but it's a brilliant idea that I think uh, we should capitalize. Because on every time one falls out, I tend to lose it. Right, yeah, me too. I'll text yeah. a guy. What What are they called? Is there a specific name of them? The them? Uh, the little straws that go in the uh, the uh, squirter on a can. Look of, uh, John has one right there. Plastic red. Oh yeah, it's, okay. it's attached to the air bottle. Here. Yeah. Do you guys oh, yeah. know yeah. the squirter straws? You know, you stick them in the thing. Yeah. yeah. Here's John Height. Well, thank you, Joe. Uh, just uh, this uh, happening as we're recording this, former Minneapolis police officer Tu Tao has been sentenced to three and a half years, 42 months, in federal prison for violating George Floyd's civil rights. His sentence will be followed by two years of supervised release. Uh, he was sentenced just an hour after his fellow former officer, J. Alexander Kang, was sentenced to three years on those same charges. A mid-afternoon drive-by shooting where you would not expect it. A small southern Minnesota city, the shooting wounded a driver whose car went out of control and then slammed into a downtown building. It happened yesterday in Janesville. What the hell? Yeah, 12 miles east of Mankato led to the capture of two men who drove off. The wounded driver was taken by air ambulance to a hospital reported by police to be in stable condition. His identity has not yet been released. Lifelong Janesville resident Jacob Witt saw the immediate aftermath of the shooting, said he can't recall anything like this ever happening in that city, which has a population of about 2,200. He said there were, quote, like 28 bullet holes in the car. Did this involve, uh, was this group involved individuals? Uh, it doesn't give any information. In other words, gang members? Mm-hmm. Well, we don't, we don't know, right. perhaps. Let's put it that way. According to police, numerous 911 callers reported hearing gunfire on North Main Street, which can't be very big in Janesville, is it? I would think not. Witnesses said the shots. Uh, Witnesses said the shots came from a vehicle that fled east on County Road 14. The wounded driver's car, riddled with bullets, crashed into a building next to the post office. Uh, Police and sheriff's deputies caught up with the suspect's vehicle heading toward Wasika and arrested them without incident. A handgun was recovered. Law uh, law enforcement so far has not disclosed whether the victim and the men now in jail knew each other. Charges against the men have not yet been filed, so they have not yet been identified. I'm sorry I missed it. Was the the victim killed? No, he's uh, in stable condition in the the hospital. Uh, he also had a dog with him. The dog was not hurt. Oh, that's so, good. Pooch was all right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Governor Walls and other Democrats running for statewide offices in Minnesota have cash advantages over their GOP opponents in most races. This coming from finance numbers submitted ahead of the August 9th primary. In the governor's race, incumbent DFL Walls has almost $5 million still on hand. Republican Scott Jensen has about half a million. In the attorney general's race, expected to be close, DFLer Keith Ellison has almost 600000 
Republican Jim Schultz has just under 114,000, and his Republican rival, Doug Wardlow, has around 35,000. I've always said I'm not wealthy enough to pretend I'm a liberal. <laughs> when will uh, when will Wardlow drop out of that race? I don't know that he will. He'll do the honorable thing. Yeah, Doug. he's clinging. He's that uh, Schultz, he'd be a great candidate. But he's got he no is a great candidate. But he's got no well, shot. He's got a great shot. No, no. If Wardlow stays in the race, yeah, yeah. don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. There's there is a primary coming up. Well, yeah. August 9th, I think That's it's true. that story. Yeah, but so. I don't think he's going to abide by it. No. You know, even if he loses, he'll probably still yeah, yeah throw his hat. Which in is the very race, noble. Which is very noble thing to do, Doug. Pioneer Press reporting St. Paul's mayor has extended the deadline for police chief applicants by two weeks to encourage more submissions. The city received apps from 15 qualified candidates. As of Tuesday afternoon, the applicants include six of the St. Paul Police Department's top brass. Kathy Lantry, co-chair of the police chief examining committee, said they don't receive information about who applied. So the committee's recommendation to extend the deadline was not based on the caliber of the candidates they have so far. When the committee received an update last week, there were nine applicants. The search for St. Paul's next police chief comes at a time of concern locally and nationally about gun violence. And St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter describes, quote, a public safety division that centers not just around responding after someone calls 911. You know why I would pick someone from the ranks? Why? Because if they wish to apply, they're pretty dedicated because they've seen what's gone on with this new woke movement and yet they're willing to uh, to give it a try. I've seen the list of six. Uh, I know a couple of them. And they're, uh, they're highly qualified. Yeah. Does yeah. that number of applications seem really low to you guys? Well, there's still outside applications, but there's only six that have applied from within the ranks. Gotcha. Yeah, there's 15 total so far. Hmm. Two people kayaking on Sauk Lake in Sauk Center are in the hospital after a boat and a kayak crashed Monday afternoon, according to the Stearns County Sheriff's Office. The press release says that Stearns County deputies and Sauk Center authorities responded at 109 in the afternoon. First responders determined that an 18-foot boat hit a two-person kayak. The two people from Colorado who were in the kayak were taken to the hospital, one with mm. serious injuries. The Sheriff's Office says the Sauk Center man driving the boat was not impaired. No one in the boat was injured, but the incident continues to be under investigation. When was this, John? On Monday? Monday, Monday afternoon. They had to be the only two vessels on the lake. I can't have, believe this. Have you noticed the uh, phenomenon that's happened on the lakes recently? It's kind of like when the old guy finally starts making some money and he gets himself a Harley and then he goes out on his first ride and he puts it down. Right. Same thing is happening out Same. on lakes. Yeah. Where that common courtesy we used to have where two boats are approaching each other, they both, in you know years past, veer away. Well, they don't know the rules. They don't know the rules. It's a game of chicken where Pass they hold, on the right. They they hold their line and make you get out of the way, and they don't slow down or get out of the way of these uh, these wakeboard or no no the guys that stand on the board. What's that called? Yeah, wakeboarding. Uh, wakeboarding. No, the wakeboarding is when you isn't that when stand you stand up paddleboards? Yeah, stand up paddleboarding. They, they don't give those guys room. They don't give the kayakers room. They don't give the swimmers room. They just, they're just they rolling right past off the edge of your dock. There's just a lot of novices out there being extremely rude, and I don't think they even realize they're being dumb. Do they, like Joe said, perhaps they don't understand the rules when you're driving the boat. Yeah, and I was never 
are there classes for sure driving boats now? Because sure. I, I learned the old way, and you taught from a, a guy that knows. And when you see another boat coming your way, or you're about to meet each other from different <coughs> angles, you both veer off. Yep. Anyway. The Fridley Police Department is asking for the public's help to find 27-year-old Matthew Tuttle, who was last seen July 18th. Police say Tuttle left his apartment on foot, has not been heard from since. Tuttle is about 5 foot 10 inches tall, weighs 200 pounds. He has brown hair and hazel eyes. Police did release two photos of Tuttle, but noted his hair is now longer than pictured. He might not have a beard as he does in the picture. If you know anything about Tuttle's whereabouts, you're asked to call 911 or the Fridley Police Department by calling Anoka County Communications at 763-427-1212. A giant Mega Millions lottery jackpot ballooned to $1.02 billion dollars after no one matched all six numbers last night and won the top prize. The new estimated jackpot will be the nation's fourth largest lottery prize. The jackpot has grown so large because no one has matched the game's six selected numbers since April 15th. That's 29 consecutive drawings without a big winner. The $1.02 billion prize is for winners who choose the annuity option, paid annually over 30 years. Most winners opt for the cash option, as we told you the other day, which for the Friday drawing would be $602.5 million. The odds of winning the jackpot, one in 302.5 million. It looks like the Department of Justice now is investigating former President Donald Trump. Federal prosecutors have directly asked witnesses in recent days about former President Trump's involvement in efforts to reverse his election laws. And according to a person familiar with testimony, Trump's personal role in elements of the push to overturn his loss in 2020 to Joseph Biden has long been established both through his public actions and statements, but the Justice Department has been largely silent about how or whether it would weigh pursuing potential charges against Trump. The department's investigation into a central element of the push to keep Trump in office, the plan to name slates of electors, pledged to Trump in battleground states won by Biden, now appears to be accelerating as prosecutors with the U.S. Attorney's Office in Washington ask witnesses about Trump and members of his inner circle. Russia has decided to quit the International Space Station after 2024. That according to the newly appointed chief of Moscow's space agency. He told that to President Vladimir Putin on Tuesday. The announcement comes, of course, as tensions rage between the Kremlin and the West over Moscow's military intervention in Ukraine. Russia and the U.S. have worked side by side on the ISS, which has been in orbit since 1998. Uh, after hearing the news, Putin had just a one-word reply. He replied, good. Until now, space, uh, space exploration was one of the few areas where cooperation between Russia and the U.S. and its allies had not been wrecked by tensions over Ukraine and elsewhere. Read the Bill Browder books if you want to understand what the world is dealing with. Read them. It's called... Uh, Red Notice. Red Notice was the first one, and the most current one is Freezing Order. I've read both of them. It answers all your questions about these evil thieves. As inflation spikes, some big-name brands that are raising, uh, are raising their prices, according to CNN. That includes, and I'm sorry about this, Kenny, Kraft Heinz, which announced hikes on Velveeta cheese. Oh, man, you can't gnaw sorry. on a brick now. Oh, those yeah. bastards. 
That's the Oscar, finest cheese ever made. That isn't even made. cheese. The finest cheese ever made. It's delicacy. <laughs> you, can, you can melt that thing and turn it into liquid and dip virtually anything. I love oh. the image of it sitting on your belly as you're watching a NASCAR race. Oh, yeah, and you're just, <laughs> he's trying to get that chip to his mouth. Great and there's big a, block. There's, a, there's, there's streaks. Yeah. Streaks of it like from each one. Sometimes, Such, what I do is uh, I melt a, a bunch of Velveeta in a bowl, oh, and God. then I settle into my chair... Um, with a bunch of cold wieners, yeah. and I just dip the wieners into the cheese. <laughs> Here's Kenny with news oh from the Crampy Coffee Shop. <laughs> Unfortunately, I believe that. That whole yeah. scene, though, describe. I'm seeing the Archie. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I'm seeing the Archie Bunker beat up, uh, uh, full of dust chair that yeah. just beat yeah. to hell. It's got I just, the 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 the, uh, the, the sequins, the old sequins in it. They're all faded yes, now. It's just, I tell you, it's a the, sad. Da- the the only downside about all. Of, by the way, that's all true. Uh, the only <laughs> downside about this is. Is when the cigar ash gets in the uh, melted oh cheese. Well, the, the, the Velveeta would cover the taste. In for of a that. penny, yeah. in for a pound. <laughs> That's huh? right. And so I use the cold wiener to stir it away. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> it disappears. Wow. And I got some more bad news for Kenny because also going up are Oscar Meyer meats. Would, would there goes the wieners, your wieners. So oh, wow. Your wieners and your Velveeta Your wieners and your cheese up. are going up. I'm telling you, you know, you know how they come in split packages? <laughs> sure. You know, there's like five per package. That's right, Kenny. So I'll, I'll throw two of them in the microwave, yeah. and then while those things are cooking, I'll eat the other three raw. Oh. <laughs> those, that's so, I, I'm a hot dog guy, but cold or room temperature hot dogs, nothing repulses me. I'm a right hot out dog of the guy fridge. about once a year. Um, no I'm way. not going to lie. I love a cold hot dog. Just right what? Out nothing better. That's the rumor oh, on yeah. the street. Oh, oh yeah. I wish <laughs> I was an Gotta go Nathan's or Hebrew wiener. National. <laughs> oh, Mr. Fancy Pants over there with his caviar and champagne. I like skin on wieners. Those are the best ones. That's skin the old fashioned? Yeah. yeah, the old fashioned. Like a little snap. Yeah, exactly. Like you'd get at Coney uh, Island when they used yes. to. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I found a like new skin on ones. Immensely. They're gross. Sorry, Joe. There's a, there's a two places that can almost what do you like equal Coney, Coney Islands, and that's called the Coop in South St. Paul. Here we go. At, uh, what's the Gopher Bar? That's two. Yeah, and there's a new one sure. in South St. Paul on Concord called Al's Corral. Which I, is a phenomenal. I, I object to restaurants and bars and taverns taking something that's so basic and easy and lovable and trying to fancy it up and make it something it's not. When I said I want a wiener, I want a wiener. Who's the I don't Greek want guy sh- that owns the gopher? Put cheese in it. I don't want anything George, fancy George, on it. Put a little yellow name. mustard on it. Same with my tater tots. Just give me the tater tots. Don't fill them full of cheese and garlic and I all that I can't believe other crap. Kenny hasn't been to the gopher. I made the mistake of bringing Gabe one time for a pickup. You ever, if the oops. ordering goes like this, he looks at it and he says, what? What do you want? No uh, credit cards? Uh, no? Yeah. You better know how. What do you want? Right, right. I'd like a Coney Island. <laughs> one? Oh, I'll have two. Gabe That's was, on, Gabe was on reading on the East F off t-shirt that was yeah. in the book. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've Th- been by fabulous. it many times, but I've been too frightened to go in. Oh, it's, it's, it's an experience. <laughs> I recommend it. Keep to yourself and recommend order a whiskey. Yeah. Another body has surfaced in from Lake Mead, this time in a swimming area where water levels have dropped as the Colorado River Reservoir behind Hoover Dam recedes. National Park Service did not say in a statement how long officials think the corpse was submerged in the Boulder Beach area before it was found Monday by people summoned by park rangers. 
Clark County Coroner Melanie Roos said Tuesday it was partially encased in mud at the water line. The gender of the dead person not immediately apparent. Uh, as you know, this is not the first corpse they've found. In fact, it's the third since May as the shoreline retreats at the shrinking reservoir between Nevada and Arizona east of Las Vegas. The lake surface has dropped more than 170 feet since the reservoir was full in 1983 and is now about 30% full. Corder said her office continuing to work to identify a man whose body was found May 1st in a rusted barrel in mm. Hemingway Harbor area. Uh, cool. That man uh, was in a suit, so of course uh, that has prompted speculation. The clothing, by the way, dated from the mid-70s to early 80s. Uh, yeah, that has, wide prompted, lapels. has prompted speculation about long unsolved missing person and murder cases dating back decades to organized crime and the early days of Las Vegas, which is just a 30-minute drive from the lake. Have you is guys seen some of the boats that have surfaced? I yep. showed you this yeah. the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Has, is John digitizing to you guys, or is it just me? It might just be you. Okay, I have a question, John. Can you hear me about that last story? Yeah. Can you what, find? what was yeah. your source for that? Because you left out something very important out of that. Um, I don't recall where I got that one, Kenny. My story says the water levels have dropped as the Colorado River <laughs> yeah. Reservoir behind yeah. the Hoover Dam recedes because it. of drought and climate change. I, I, I got rid of that line, Kenny. Joe, for drought and climate change, I'm, I'm Joe. I'm surprised. Drought, I would buy. Yeah. But I don't buy climate change. But it's, it's in the desert, is it not? Well, I hope they get some rain. Uh, update and correction. Joe Joe's already corrected this. Tony Dow's son and management team have confirmed the actor's not uh, not dead. Apparently, uh, all of this happened. Mom, not mom, but his wife made a mistake yesterday and put on Facebook that he was dead when he is indeed That's a not tough, dead. Isn't that kind of a tough mistake to make? Yeah, That's well, pretty she, basic. Mom, isn't I was it? I was sleeping could, hard. No, no, his wife. His wife. Oh, his wife. His, uh, his, she did uh, apologize, and I also saw a Facebook post from, I follow a, a thing called Vintage L.A., which is a the daughter of Al Martino, the famous singer. Yeah. Uh, and she's friends with everyone, including this woman. She said she contacted her, and they had a discussion, and the wife was distraught. She was sorry that that ever happened, and uh, she apologized also to her. So, anyway, Tony Dow, he is in hospice, though, just so you know. Tony's yeah. in hospice. Okay. Leave it to be. <laughs> But that's something, um, you know, it's too bad he's in hospice because he could put that in his back pocket and he could pull that out anytime. You know how she does? How she does. Yeah, yeah how yeah. she does. Mm-hmm. That's one you could put in your back. Remember when you reported me as dead? Yeah, you had me dead. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the best uh, on Twitter yesterday, somebody posted a picture of the uh, kid that played Eddie Haskell and goes, what a great last prank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A bidder has paid nearly $2.8 million at auction for a jacket worn by astronaut uh, Buzz Aldrin on the historic first mission to the moon's surface in 1969. The $2,772,500 paid for the in-flight coverall jacket is the highest for any American space-flown artifact sold at auction, according to Sotheby's, which handled the sale. The unidentified winning bidder, who took part by phone, outlasted several others in bidding that spanned 10 minutes. The jacket displays Aldrin's name tag on the left breast above the Apollo 11 mission emblem and the American flag on the left shoulder. It's made of fire-resistant material known as beta cloth that was incorporated in spacesuits in response to that fire that killed three astronauts in 1967. Aldrin and Neil Armstrong, of course, became the first astronauts to walk on the moon July 20th, 1969. 
A Florida man is behind bars on DUI charges for allegedly drunk driving a motorized scooter inside a Walmart where he nearly struck shoppers oh and crashed into shelves. He was after the Jimmy Deans, Yeah, huh? I like my old man. I like Bob. <laughs> was he in a scooter and he only had one leg? 39-year-old Aaron Gregory was busted around 10 in the morning Sunday. Awfully early. You can't you know, drink all day if you don't start early. Around 10 in the morning uh, inside a Walmart in Melbourne, Florida, a city about 65 miles south of Florida, officers were summoned to the store in reference to an intoxicated male on a motorized scooter, according to the affidavit. Walmart security official told cops that Gregory was haphazardly driving a Walmart scooter down the aisles, running into shelves and displays, creating danger for other patrons by almost hitting them with the scooter. He was reportedly so intoxicated he was barely able to stand on his own, had to be transported from the store on a stretcher. Gregory's backpack, <laughs> which was in the scooter's basket, contained an open bottle of Smirnoff vodka. Nice Ooh. choice. Wow. Store mm. security cameras recorded Gregory swerving, running into items. He was charged with four misdemeanors, including driving under the influence, disorderly intoxication, and possession of an open container of alcohol. Uh, the scooter, which tops out at about 10 miles an hour, is considered a motor vehicle. No, according, it's not. According I, to I can't Florida, believe that. No, Florida that's criminal not statutes. That's, Florida not criminal that's how we used to find my Uncle Jimmy, though. Really? Just follow the wreckage, the carnage. I just go up and down Seventh Street and look for a scooter to be parked outside some joint. <laughs> which, which was his favorite? Uh, he liked Mr. Paddams. Uh, huh? Mr. Paddams. Uh, he liked. He'd be anywhere. Tom Reed's or uh, Cassettas or sure. Well, there McGovern's. You know what? Those scooters need that shutoff switch that Joe keeps talking about with his uh, uh, the youth ATVs. Yeah. 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 Johnny, thank you. You bet. Our friends at Schmelz Countryside Volkswagen in Maplewood on the uh, southeast quadrant I've there. I've heard of, of them. Highway 36 and 61. They want you to know that the family of Volkswagen SUVs are in stock and arriving daily, and they are fantastic, including the all-new Volkswagen Taos. My brother has one. An SUV that offers all-wheel drive and IQ drive advanced safety systems, all the way up to the family-sized seven-passenger Atlas with 5,000-pound towing capability. They also uh, have the Volkswagen ID4 SUV all-electric, named the 2021 World Car of the Year. This is a multi-generational dealership. Jonathan is the owner, Jonathan Schmelz. They don't have 50 stores. This is it. Great people, uh, great service. And my dealings with them has, have been multi-generational. There was a period back in the early 60s where a lot of the guys, a lot of the business guys in St. Paul, they got VW bugs. Mm. It was novel, mm -hmm. and and uh, they 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 got them from Schmelz. You can it, get a new bug there, can't you? Was, uh, I think Volkswagen has ceased production of the Beetle. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, in any event, uh, you know where it is. It's right there on 36 and 61, and great details and inventory information at SchmelzVW.com. Hey, GLers, a couple of great job opportunities at Polka.Dairy. Go to polka.dairy.com slash jobs. They're looking for milk delivery drivers for Polka.Dairy products to greater Gumption County. 60 k a year to start, plus a 401K. You must have a CDL license. It's early morning routes. You get in, you get it done, get home, and then get your stuff done. No nights or weekends involved here. Polka.Dairy also looking for a route sales associate. 
uh, to sell polka dot dairy products like beef jerky and snacks to stores throughout Gumption. Again, 60k a year to start, plus a 401k. No nights, no weekends, uh, but some overnight travel is required. Great gigs, and you get to want, uh, work with a bunch of GLers. They're located right on 61. Go to polka.dairy.com slash jobs. I love Redmond's flooring and design. You know why? Because they're good people. Good Minnesotans up in Anoka. They've been hanging around for 50 years. So they've seen a lot of fly-by-night companies come and go. Redmond's has been serving that Twin Cities area with their flooring and their interior design needs for over 50 years. Their mission simple. Provide the best quality products and services at affordable prices. Forget the next day installation junk. Redmond prefers to emphasize quality over speed. Doing it right the first time. Redmond's is also a premier provider of Mohawk flooring, which is great if you're a pet owner. Why? Well, Mohawk All Pet Protection and Warranty is the only carpet protection and warranty for all pets, all accidents, all the time. Because your pets are family members as well. No matter how you live, you've got they've got you covered. Soft, luxurious, smart strand, forever clean carpet. Smart strand is extraordinarily clean, exceptionally durable, and environmentally friendly. Mohawk has the ultimate floor for every room in your home that's suitable for all pets. Time to love your floor with your entire family, thanks to all pet protection and warranty from Mohawk. Learn more about Mohawk and all that Redmond has to offer at redmonds.com, R-E-D-M-A-N-N-S.com, or dial 763-316-3332 and tell Mike and the crew that the Rook sent you. Make it quick. That's what she said. Kenny, you're going to like this. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. You know, Kenny was just asking me for a long explanation about the install procedure with my friends at Connecticut. Yeah, how does that work? Well, Hofferman Water, first of all, is the absolute best. I've had two different Connecticut systems installed, and they are fantastic. And of course, you know this already, but Hofferman, they are an independent dealer that treats Connecticut water systems, including softeners, iron, rust, and odor filtration systems. And, of course, drinking water systems. Iron, rust, and odor. You finish, and I'm going to say something about okay. that. Okay. So the beauty of a Connecticut system from Hofferman is it will cut down on your salt usage. Keep this in mind, gentlemen. I had this thing installed in January. I still have not added a bag of salt to my Connecticut wow. system. Wow. Yes. Pretty good. Uh, your showers are going to be much better. Your laundry is going to be better, and not to mention your drinking water. So please get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. Like I said, I had my system installed the second we moved in, and I am so satisfied. 952-894-4040, or just visit them online at HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years, telling me heard of it. I'm right here on the GL I've Podcast. Talk to actual customers of theirs other than you because... Because uh, <laughs> I'm I, a dummy? Well, yeah. This iron rust and odor issue is a serious, serious problem, and sometimes just a water softener doesn't solve it. Nope. Everybody who's ever purchased this system and um, process um, from Hofferman, the iron rust and odor deal, is 100% satisfied. Yes. And it takes all the bad chemicals out of your water and makes water that used to smell like a ass. sewer mm-hmm. drinkable and awesome. Yep. It's Kenny nailed it. From what I understand, it's the best thing you could possibly do. It's like pouring a can of seafoam in there. It's the best thing you could possibly do for bad water. Yep. Anyway. I have a story from Joe M., and it intrigues me because I've dealt with these guys on many occasions. 
uh, about a year ago, I had a great conversation with a truck driver who was picking up a car that I sold. He was an immigrant from one of the Baltic states that the USSR took over after World War II. Let me stop right there. It's amazing how these Eastern European guys have taken over this industry in this country. If you, chances, nine out of 10, if you call to have a car moved, you're going to get a, a Russian or an Eastern European. These guys are really uh, heavy into that I mean, like industry. Transfer, uh, transporting a vehicle. They'll show up in a box truck with okay. a ramp, and they, they move it. They'll, they'll show up on a Friday night in the dead of January, and they'll be in Palm Springs in two days. I haven't you moved know. a lot of cars. About a year ago, I had a great conversation with a truck driver who was picking up a car that I sold. He was an immigrant from one of the Baltic states that the USSR took over after World War II. He told me that what the USSR did back then is the same thing that the U.S. is doing currently. The USSR would slowly take away people's rights, usually with in the name that by giving up these rights, they will make the country a better place to live. They were told that the government will make sure that they were taken care of and not to worry. Now, not to go back to an old topic, which I do not want to review, but he told me that this happened slowly at first, kind of like the government was testing the waters. Then they asked the people to give up their rights to own firearms. Then, uh, never mind, I'm going to stop reading it. It's written so poorly I can't read it. They to the citizens that were there. Never mind, uh, I I had great hopes for this, but I can't. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Joe, I can't read it. You told me off the air I was going to love this, and I assumed it was going to be about cars. Did he ever mention the kind of car he sold? No, he did not. No. A blue one. Uh, and I, I, I think, think Joe, I think Joe M., you have a great point, uh, but you need to retype it. I can't. I, uh, some of it's so mi- mixed so up, wait, I can't you, follow you, it. You read it to bring it up in the show, but you can't read it now? Nah, sometimes yeah. I don't read them before I read them on the show. So... <laughs> So this would be a cold read. This would be what we call a cold read. Is there anything else what about you Reavers? we don't know? Are you uh, Reavers it, filling in for height? Right. It, it's a good right. thing that all these listeners like Jordy and Kelsey and all these other guys send you material every day because the, it's pretty obvious you don't do any show prep at the all. The point he was making is that the government will ultimately ask to give up our Second Amendment for the betterment of all. The U.S. government is slowly removing our rights one at a time. They are also undoctoring our youth to think this way. Therefore, it will be easier to convince them that these are all great ideas and will solve the problems. Once the government has enough of our rights, we will not be allowed to own anything, and everything will be provided by the government, and the politicians become richer because they now owe everything. Once again, people with power always want more. Nothing different. Just look at history. Thanks again for a great podcast. P.S. Please tell Kenny that the Krabby Coffee Shop sucks without Dawn. Can we just be notified? (laughs) So right. He's absolutely right. John and I don't want to do it. He says, can we just be notified when she is coming back and I will listen again? This guy is my new best friend. I absolutely love him. I couldn't agree more. Me too. And I would like to thank him for saying, tell Kenny, and that my name was not involved at all. It's the Don McLean show, let's face it. Yeah, I agree. And finally, I know why when I used to jog by Joe's house, I would get a throat full of hair. Nothing like a driveway haircut. I guess I was, <laughs> he must have run by when I was getting a haircut out in the driveway. So in reference to his letter, why are so many Americans allowing, not only allowing this to happen, but they're uh, aiding and abetting the government and taking away our rights? Why? Stupidity. Yeah. Stupidity in the failed academy. Complacency. Just letting it happen, not raising your hand or saying, stop Only. This. 
Oh. Because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Mumpumalanga, South Africa, from the traveling Lymans whose exploits can be found at WorldWideWaftage.com. On this day in 1898, Alexander Ramsey, who had served as governor during the Civil War, sets the cornerstone of the third state capitol building designed by Cass Gilbert. The capitol is a memorial to Minnesota Civil War soldiers. And on this day in 1972, kidnappers abducted Virginia Piper, wife of investment banker Harry C. Piper Jr. from her home. The Minneapolis woman was released near Duluth after a ransom of $1 million was paid at the time, the highest such payment ever made. Wow. Yep. I remember huh. that case distinctly. Jeez. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. We don't really get kidnapping for ransoms anymore, do well, we? Well, I hope not. No, I mean, I'm happy that I yeah. just, I just made it. Thank me. you, GL. Rook, did you hear about the, uh, the guy, his wife said, Hey, will you take out the spider instead of killing him? And he said, well, sure. So they went out, had yeah. a few drinks, and now he's a web designer. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Oh, my what God. What the hell just happened? Find I another don't know. podcast to listen to. What? Find another one. Bail on this one right now. Go to Pod oh MN. Oh, my God. I had to do it now because I couldn't get it on Krabby Coffee. Have you already started so drinking? Web what do you think design. this is? Thrash. Right on. <laughs> Pink lemonade. Vodka lemonade. Uh, check out Podman if you're interested in finding other podcasts that um, appease you. And then flip over to our YouTube page. You can subscribe to the Garage Logic YouTube page if you haven't already. I don't know why you haven't done it, but there's a lot of stuff to check out. See you, Kenny. Also, <laughs> Instagram, <laughs> um, Bye, Facebook. Irish goodbye. Uh, what else is there? I don't even Twitter. think we call it the Irish goodbye anymore. It's the Kenny goodbye. Kenny goodbye. K-A-O. <laughs> See you later. All right, check them all out. GLers, and thanks for listening to this podcast. Tell others about it if they're not familiar with Garage Logic, please. Thank you. Cha.